Welcome back to Geekonomics. We are back after a little bit of a hiatus for me going on vacation. So we're back. Uh, a lot of stuff happened while we were on vacation. We saw Thor. We went to Tanglewood and saw Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. We'll talk about that. Yep. Ryan, I'm sure, has a slew of news for us to discuss. I do. Researching diligently throughout the week. And uh, all that and much, much more. But first off, Brian, what's happening this weekend? Uh, well, Mark, um, let's talk about our Tanglewood experience. Well, no, isn't there an event going on this weekend that we want to talk about first? Oh, crap. Yeah, you're right. Let's bring that up. <laughs> All right. Oh, it was going so well. I, I had know. a nice intro going. I had like a, a groove. I was like into a nice like, we're going to do stuff. We're going to like make, we're back for vacation. I'm going into a new motivation of doing the show. I had a nice little intro I planned you did out. You good, Mark. Intro you and everything, set you up for your topic to talk about, and then you totally shot the bed. I did. I did. I shot the bed. Yeah. I'll do better next time. Yeah, um, good luck with it. This Sunday. Oh, yeah, this Sunday. Manchester Comic and Toy Conve- Convention this Sunday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., admission is $5. Kids 10 and under is free. Nice. It will be held at the Army and Navy Club at 1090 Main Street, Manchester, Connecticut. You will find comics, toys, and collectibles of yesterday and today. I will be having, I, I just went through all my comics. I'm going to have new comics. I'm going to have some new graphic novels. I'm going to have lots of stickers. I'm going to have some toys. I'm going to have some sales, summer sales. Ooh. Um, this is kind of like one of the like last big convention uh, comic book conventions until the fall. Yes. Um, For all the big conventions, like we just had uh, Kinetic-Con was last weekend. Yeah. And then Terrificon next weekend. Next weekend, yeah. So, but those are the big ones. Now, yeah. this is this is your you want to get toys or you want to go box diving. You want to have some yeah. deals. You want to like ask the vendor if they're willing to budge on prices. This is the yeah. show you do it at. Yeah. Um, the show of shows, if you will. Now, for everybody who who, who didn't go last time, this show was packed. Um, there is a cosplay contest. There is. For kids and adults. Matt Ryan's doing caricatures. Right. So there, And there's going to be celebrity. There's going to be local artists there. Yeah. Um, so it's we'll celebrities because they're not. They're not celebrities, but they're a little... Oh, Matt, cool. Ryan, Matt Ryan's a celebrity to me. You have a very low threshold for celebrity. He's a local celebrity. He's a local celebrity, right? In his own mind, he's a local celebrity. Um, So it's going to be a good time. I mean, it's very cheap to get in. You come down, you hang out for a few hours, you might find a good deal on something. Yeah, it's right on Main Street. Directly across the street is a very nicely sized parking lot that you can park in. Yeah. So there's plenty oh. of parking. You don't have to worry about that. Now... Last time, 
for long afterwards, I got some food at this really cool coffee place. Yes. I'm excited to go back there. Um, nice. To, uh, on Sunday. There's a nice little pizza place on Main Street there. Yeah, there's there's a pizza shop. There's a lot of cool places. Stuff to wander around and check out. There's like another like an old like antique like store down the road there that we saw. We were driving out. Matt and I saw. I was yeah. like, oh, Brian's gonna go spend all the money he just got from the show, show right there. Uh, no, that was the show. I donated all the money I made. <laughs> And I made a good uh, chunk of change. That was a, like one of the best shows I've ever had. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's going to be a good time, people. So definitely come early if you can. There's going to be a lot, of, a lot of great dealers. I know there's a one guy who does Pokemon cards, very popular. Um, there's something for everybody at this show. Mm. Um, so, Mark, this past Friday... You, yes. me, our friend Dan, we went down to Tanglewood in Massachusetts and we saw Star Wars, the um, Empire Strikes Back live with, with an orchestra. And before COVID, we saw A New Hope live with an orchestra in Hartford. Um, and what a crazy experience. I've never been to a place like Tanglewood before in my life. Um I'm so used to security, not letting you bring anything in. This place was just like, yeah, it's bring it all in, much. bring it on in. It's yeah, crazy. It's like they've like now after going there and then like, I've talked to other people and they're like, yeah, that's like what they do there. I'm like, Oh, I had no idea. I've never been there. I want to go again. But, it's so cool. Yeah. People had like full on dining room tables with like candelabras. Yeah. It a wine and, you could bring in everybody with a big Y. Everybody yeah, got everyone's a big Y and bought the huge ass subs and brought those in. But uh -huh. this is great. There was like not a like I I mean, I'm sure there was some bad spots like behind trees and things that were not good to view things from. Yeah. But even where we were, which is pretty far back from the stage, it was still really cool. Just to, yeah. you could hear it anywhere you were at. So it wasn't like you had to worry about sound. So. Unfortunately, the doors had opened at 5.30. It started at 8 o'clock. Well, Us not being is, there, is, we got food. Uh, uh, somebody suggested that we get there earlier. I did. Uh, well, I also, as well. No, well, you didn't. I said to you, we should get there early. I said that originally, but Dan had to get up. Dan had a meeting till 4 or something. Yes. So I had to wait for Dan. And yes. then you had to pick Dan up and then drive Dan all the way to my house. Yes. And then we went from there and they got food on the way. You right. wanted to get, I was fine just going I don't know right about there. getting food inside. I don't know about bringing food in. If I'd known about that, I would have just said, order the food and we just pick it up and take it with us. Mark, let's just agree that none of us knew. No, none of us were prepared for what no. got going on there. But now I'm like, I was at Costco yesterday with Claire because I had yesterday like half off from work for the dark appointment and everything. Nothing major, just usual stuff. And uh, so we went to Costco's after I got back from that and they had like a like fold out table, like a camping table. I was like, oh, that'd be perfect for Tanglewood. I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever go back there again. So I don't know. why am I going to buy this? But, but yeah, it was awesome. It was yeah. so cool. Um, yeah. And I understand why my neighbor was like, you should borrow my wagon with all the stuff that I take when I go there. Well, why didn't you borrow the wagon? Well, because she had it buried in her basement because she hasn't gone this year. So, 
Well, now we know because we no, all had many heart attacks walking. I know walking up that hill. Oof. All I did is had that song from Stranger Things playing in my head, and it got me through. Running up the hill by Kate Bush. That's not how it goes. I don't know. I forgot the words. Um, but anyway, we had many heart attacks. Uh, we had parked super far away. Yeah. Uh, we got there just in time. Then, because we're up, we're up in elevation a little bit. It's a cold breeze comes through. Well, Grandpa can't handle anything below seventy. So I, I was. I, so I got myself a nice hoodie, which yeah, I love. Um, and for the amount of money you spent on it, you should love it. Yeah, I mean it's typical um, for a concert. Does it have anything on the back of it? I didn't even notice. Was it just a little thing on the front, and that was it? No, it has um, arch. It has Star Wars characters on the back. Oh, nice. Okay, then at least like gives it a little bit more. Um, and oh my God, I get in line, and of course it's when Yoda shows up. Yes. People are clapping, and I can't. I can't see because I have a tree in my way. Yeah. But this woman in front of me took forever. She was like asking the guy questions about everything. Then they're going online. I'm like, lady, lady. And there's only one guy working. And the best part was like by that time, like 90% of it's been sold out. So it's not like there's like a huge variety of product that you can get. No, I think this the what the woman wanted was all sold out. Yeah. Um so anyway. I walked over there at the beginning and I was like, hey, do you guys got like magnets or anything? And he's like, no, nope. all I got these shirts. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Thank you. Well, I thought you bought a magnet. You sure? I bought it from the gift shop, the actual Tanglewood gift shop. Um, Which, when I got back to my chair, I found out there's like two other gift shops on the property that I could have wandered around to. But. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. It's it a was a great place. time. Yeah. Like, that's um, just where we were was like literally like a quarter of the amount of stuff that's there. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Definitely a place you got to go early. You can yeah. set up your table, bring your wine, your booze. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. And I was so impressed when the movie started how quiet it got. Oh, my gosh. It was so packed. I did not expect that. And even little kids, everybody was quiet and enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Um, You had the big moments. Everybody cheered and clapped. And, yeah, it's very special. And I can't wait to see uh, Return of the Jedi. um, Oh, we got to finish out the the trilogy. Which I I was looking up as we were going in the parking lot while I was trying to distract myself from listening to Dan. Um, uh, the, the Return of Jedi tour has already started. Like other, it's like in Midwest somewhere, a lot of those symphonies are doing it now. So it's going to be gradually coming around. Well, out. maybe Tanglewood again. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, Bushnell wasn't bad either. Yeah, I mean, it's I closer. Sitting inside. And not having to squint and look far away to look well i mean if they did a tanglewood i would go we would go early yes no exactly yeah we would go we would go when doors opened yeah we would go get food yeah and not park in that parking lot ever again no because if we showed up early you we could have parked in a regular parking lot but you missed your turn and we ended up in the back parking lot i guess there's like 17 parking lots in the front and we had the one parking lot in the back that we've got to uh, Mark, I've never been there before. So I know, me neither. So we learned. This is how we learn. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Um, but then it's also like a park. Like you can go there t- today or tomorrow and walk yeah. around. It's open to the public. Like there's yeah. no like. That's pretty cool. Which is crazy. And there's like always music going on, I guess. There's always like different 
events little venues in there like a chamber music venue and other little venues there's always like classes and things going on so there's always something happening during the spring and summer yeah it's a cool place man yeah it's crazy yeah um mark you got anything before i, I have a few things and we'll get into news you have anything worth noting really, last week? Really just kind of just uh, was on vacation went to musquamacate with the wife for a couple days which was nice got away just do nothing for a couple of days really changes your perspective on things. You know, you get that bogged down work every day feeling a couple of days. Like I went off, I was off all last week, but we only went away for a couple of days, but right. It was nice. It was good. It's good. Recharge the old proverbial battery. Exactly. 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 Um, so uh, Mark, I have not started the um, Umbrella Academy, but I'm in volume three of the graphic novel. Yes. Wow. Th- it is bonkers. Yeah. Uh, the first volume is a good introduction to all the characters. Now, I've seen the first couple episodes, so I saw, um, I, I, I kind of like, oh, that's interesting what they did there, what they did there. Yeah. Um, and then the second volume, uh, Dallas, is bonkers. And yes. it's interesting the way graphic novel starts off. All these characters are in different places. And by the end, it all makes sense. But in the middle, I'm like, where is this going? Um, and then the third... The show does kind of the same thing. Yeah, the third volume, it's even more bonkers, yeah. starts off. And I'm in the middle of it. And I don't, I'm like, holy crap. Um, I mean, I do enjoy all the characters. Um, it gets, it gets in the volume three, they're introducing new people, new places, all yeah. these things. It's like, oh God, I have to refresh myself a little bit. So I go back. Yeah. Um, but I do like it. There's actually another, um, there's two more volumes that are not with, with those seat with the stories there's like a sh- there's like another one that's like short stories yeah which i want to pick up um but i do like it um so i'm excited to jump into the show i think it's going to make me appreciate the show more i'm yeah I'm you more- definitely will understand the show more if you know the material that it's based off of yeah i'm more i'm actually what very excited to jump into the show now yeah um and i don't think you i ever gave it a fair shot so you never do but I always give it. Speaking of books we've read that have now been turned into TV shows, uh, Paper Girls is getting its own show. We saw the trailer. It looked pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I hope it's good. It looked, um, it's interesting. Paper Girls, I'm thinking after I finish um, the Umbrella Academy, going back. And yeah, I definitely am going to have to go back. And I know I'm a couple books behind. Yeah, me too. I have them all. I haven't gotten all of them because I know there's a couple that I haven't gotten. There might be one or two, but, but yeah. No, no. Just from remembering the first book, it's like this gets off the rails. So it's going to be interesting to see how they translate that into a TV show. Now, I highly recommend for anybody who's interested into seeing the Paper Girl show on Amazon, go seek out, go to your local comic book shop, pick up Volume One. Yeah, because it's a fantastic graphic novel series. It's great. Brian K. Vaughn from Saga Fame. Yeah. Why the Last Man, right? He did that one too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh. there's like 
So Paper Girls starts July 29th. Yes, that's next Friday. Oh, sweet. Yeah. All right. I'm definitely, um, I don't know if it's going to be week by week. Yes, it's Amazon. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to watch the pilot and we'll be talking about that. Yes. So. Which is great because I really don't have anything to watch right now. I mean, it's kind of like a lull of things. Yeah, so next Friday. So I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely excited. Yeah, because Miss Marvel's over with. There's no like Marvel or Star Wars show right now. So there's kind of like that weird. Like only got the Orville, really. It's like the only show. Oh, Orville. I'm almost finished with season one. I love that show. Yes. And thankfully for the uh, only murders in the building also is back. So that's Hey, so let's talk about Miss Marvel real quick. I didn't All watch right. it, but I did see the ending. Uh, it's confirmed that she's a mutant. Mutant yes. exists now. She's different than in the comics. She's a human, right? So, which makes sense because they're not really into the human story yet, and they want to get. And I kind of figure that Phase Four is going to be our introduction to the mutants. With well, Fantastic Four and other things. Miss Marvel. I'm saying before we knew that was happening. Yeah. The things they had announced, it kind of makes sense that they were going in that direction. So now for her to be like the first like mutant, basically. Yeah. Uh, kind of like makes it more exciting now. Like Phase Four is way more exciting than it was, say, two weeks ago. Um. At the very end now, the post credit scene, she like falls into a closet and then well, she has the she has the bracelet. Okay. And, Explain uh, this to us. The bracelet is connected to the rings of Shang-Chi. As I think they're gonna go with that they're both Kree technology. Because in the series, at the beginning of the series, when uh, Kamala's family or sort of ancestor and her group of clandestines is what they were called originally yeah uh are looking for the the gaunt like gauntlets i guess they'd be called uh bracelets whatever um the arm they find it on it's a blue arm which is a cree color crees are blue so i think the the thinking is that they're the same they come from the same place as Shang-Chi's rings. So it's the same kind of thing. And Claire, uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, yeah, off looking to find out where the Ten Rings were from because she showed up at the end of Ten Rings in the post-credits, I believe, scene or something like that. Or there's no. some kind of connection with her. She Ten didn't Rings. show up at all in Shang-Chi. I think it was in the post-credits scene. No, she, that she was, was Wang. Wang showed up. Somewhere along the way, there was a Captain Marvel connection there. No, Captain Marvel did not show up at all in that movie. Maybe it was something else. But I know that they were talked about that was like the thing. That's why she was off looking to find out where these, where this, the rings come from. So the thought process is that she is in the area of where the rings are and where the bracelet's connected to. And the bracelet was triggered somehow to teleport Kamala to where the wherever that Carol Danvers was. And Carol Danvers gets teleported to where like they switch spaces. 
Yeah, yeah. Not Freaky Friday type, but to actually just switch places. Right, right. Now, the thing is, people don't know if that means that they've actually switched places or if Kamala's trapped inside Carol Danvers and they do the Freaky Friday situation. No, no. The, uh, the director already confirmed. I guess people were so confused by two of these scenes and the uh, the writer came out actually and did an interview and said, uh, yes, she is a mutant because you actually yes. they actually play the music. Well, because they, they do they do the tiny bit of the X Men yeah. music, but the way they the way that made it confusing is they didn't say that she's a mutant. He just said there's mutant gen, there's like mutated cells inside her DNA. But because them playing the music was yes. to give you the clue. It's like they didn't just yeah. come out and say like, "Oh, you're a mutant," because they don't know what a mutant is in the universe right now. But hearing the music. Yes, we're hearing the Marvel da, fan. Da, we know da, what that da, means. Da, 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 da. I mean, that kind of tips you off that it's what. And then the writer confirmed they just flip spots. They're yes. not in each other's bodies. No, what I'm saying, like, before you actually got that information, you didn't really know what was going on. Because the way Carol Danvers acted in that scene, it didn't really, like, it could have been, like, the, whoa, like, what's going on kind of thing. I guess I saw so, the scene. I just figured they flipped, they switched spots. Yeah, I thought so, too. But I thought there was, like, a thing out there. People, like, like I'm not sure. She she in Carol Danvers' body or whatever? Well, that's why the writer had to come out and confirm I mean, she looked yeah. around the room and saw all the posters of herself and was like, this is weird. So, so yeah, so that connects. And then, of course, there was a thing at the end that Miss Marvel will return in the Marvels, so. Yeah, which is next year. July of next year. End of July next year. Okay. So we have Wakanda forever. November. Uh, which is the big next Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah. Which, so D23 is happening soon, and there's rumors that we might be getting the cast or director or some of the cast for Fantastic Four at D23. I mean, it would make sense. It would make sense that at Comic-Con, they're going to give us exactly what's happening, but they're going to save the big guns for D23. Yeah, yeah. So I think D23, the rumor is potentially Fantastic Four cast. I mean, at this point, is Comic-Con even a thing anymore? Well, Comic-Con's happening. I know, but I mean, is it as big of a thing as it usually as it used to be? It's always a big thing. Because, like, I haven't heard a word one about anything that's happened. Like, well, what is, what's going on? Like, it, like usually it used to be, like... Mark, they haven't had a Comic-Con in person for the last two years because of COVID, so Even that's why. That, though. But I mean, since Disney kind of took over half of the stuff that would appear at Comic-Con, and DC Universe does their own thing now. Comic-Con was huge before the pandemic. The Marvel stage at Comic-Con, they announced Blade. Yeah. They, play, they announced who's playing Blade. They put a whole, I mean, it was big. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it all, like, is I that think this weekend. Comic Con twenty twenty two um is I don't know what it is. Oh, July twenty first is the twenty fourth. Oh, so it's this weekend. I think. Yeah, July 21st to 20th. Yeah, it's this weekend. There you go. So it's going to be huge. And then D23. 
2022 is September. Yeah. September 9th. So you got a month after uh, a little over a month. Um, yeah. Which is usually like they're like Star Wars, Marvel, stuff yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. So the last two weeks, we had two trailers drop. We had the Clerks 3 trailer drop. Yes. It looked really good. We got our tickets. We're going to see in September. Yes. Um, it's one of those Fathom events, right? Yes. Okay. I was going to say Phantom events, which is yes. not a Phantom event. Yes. Um, Angoria event, as you said on so, Saturday or Friday. It, yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to rewatch Clerks 1 and 2. I have not seen Clerks 2 since we saw it in the theater. I don't um, think many people have. Huh? I don't think many people have. I mean, I love Clerks 2. It, it was, was a great it movie. It was terrible. It just wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I own it. Um, I definitely yeah. will watch it again. Um, I think Clerks 2 had memorable moments that I always yeah. still reference, yeah. even though I saw it that one time in the theater. Yeah. Um, and that time, that movie was kind of a product of the whole before um, crowdsourcing. It was crowdsourced yeah. through um, MySpace. And like, if you donated money, your name would be in the credits yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it part of that like company that he worked with or was working with at the time? There's some company that he was working with that maybe trying to start off and that's how they did it yeah to help fund the movie yeah um but this is going to be great i'm excited to see the whole gang come back yeah um, no i've seen a lot of people being like oh no why doesn't make any of his other movies or remake those instead of remaking clerks but i think because he only owns clerks like he doesn't own the rights to moral rats or anything anymore universal Owns the rights to Mall Rats. Yeah, he has been trying to make Mall Rats too, but yeah. he can't until Universal can give it to him. Yeah, um, and it's funny he he talks about it all the time that Universal forgets that they even own Mall Rats. Yeah. So he said they have reached out numerous times to get the copyright, and they forget or they like we own that. Yeah. Um, so like he is constantly trying to figure out how to make. He wants to make Mall Rats too, but. He can't get the right. Yeah. Universal owns it. Yeah. Um, there's also like the same thing with like Dogma, right? Like there's another like they someone else owns Dogma. I think it's a Miramax movie, so I think he I think uh, that is now under Disney. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think he really needs to make a sequel to Dogma. I kind of no, think but I know it's just people were asking like, I don't know why it doesn't work on the other movies that he made. So they don't think he has any of the rights to those. Clerks is the only one that he made himself and has the rights to. So that's why he's able to keep making Clerk movies. Yeah, and I think Clerks Three kind of goes with his life. So I think it's oh yeah, it's definitely like the like he even said like it was basically his story of what happened to him when he had the heart attack it was like i need to make one more movie and basically what that is yeah so, so I'm, I'm excited to see that um another trailer dropped which puzzled the internet um the months rob zombies the monsters yes it looked horrible it um, looks very generic that was so, like the nicest way i could describe it it's, now we know why after the news that broke yesterday well look, before we get to that news I did I did some research. The company, the company that makes these uh low budget sequels to high profile movies, mm. it's actually Universal 
uh, yes. the parent company of Universal. Um, and generally they make these straight to DVD sort of like sequels to a big blockbuster. Yeah. Um, and this is one of them, but it's funny because it's Rob Zombie. His name, he's directing it and I'm sure he, he helped write it and he loves the monsters and it does look like a love letter to the monsters. Yeah. But when it goes from black and white to color, it's got this like right to de- right to like porno parody look to it. Yes. It's got this really weird. It doesn't look like a movie. It looks like, like a, a weird frame rate. Yeah. It throws you right off. Yeah. Um, now, originally, this movie was going to go sh- to theater and yes. Peacock same yes. day. Yes. Now, news broke that Nef- it's going to go to Netflix. Netflix. Um, which makes total sense. Um, it's going to debut on Netflix in September, right along with Tim Burton's uh, Adam's Family. Yes. So um, I'm really interested to see uh, the Adams Family. Um, yeah. See how is like the real version of the Adams Family. What the monsters? Yes. I was. I'm. I'm a more of an Adams Family fan than the monsters. To be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. I only remember the monsters because of Nick at Night. Right. And it was on like in the middle of the day. <laughs> It was like one of those shows that you'd watch because it was on. Right, right. I mean, listen, the characters look accurate. It just looks weird. I will yeah. definitely check it out because it'll be on Netflix now. Yeah. Um, and I will watch both and see which one I like the more and who did the, who did it best. Um, yeah. but the trailer is very off-putting. Yes, it's very awkward. It's yeah. We we shall see how this turns out. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, Marcus, we have, we saw Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, yes. we had a great time. We went to the big ass theater in Manchester, yeah. uh, West Springfield. Um, we got the whole crew and, um, I loved it. I mean, I had a great time. I think the comedy was perfect. I think they took criticism of the first uh ragnarok where some people were complaining that like even when a serious moment moment was happening they would undercut it with a laugh or a joke yeah this movie did a great job of allowing the serious moments to sit and be in that moment yeah Um, and when it's funny it's funny when it's serious it's serious and i think it was a great balancing act um and overall, I, I thought it was great to see Natalie Portman back. Um, it was. Jane Foster. My I think, only issue with this movie. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Why? Why what? Why this movie? What are you talking about? What does this movie have to do with the rest of the MCU? Never did they mention anything to do with Endgame. They don't have to. Never did they mention, like, the whole, like, impetus of Phase 4 has been... Nothing. Dealing with the repercussions of Endgame. Yeah, but nothing. Phase four has been aimless right now. I really, there is no. No, the first phase of phase four has been everyone in the MCU dealing with what happened at with Endgame. Yeah, and Thor was dealing. Thor with- was kind of just there, like it acted like he learned nothing, like the whole movie. 
he learned nothing, it seemed like. I totally disagree with that. I didn't see well, that. No, because Thor at the beginning of the movie was just roaming around the galaxy. He was lost. He didn't have a purpose. At the end of the movie, what is he doing? He has a purpose. He he has he has a little girl, spoiler alert, he has uh love and thunder. He has the, the little girl is his purpose now. He he's but he's aimlessly... still doing the same thing though, he's just roaming around the galaxy. No, he's back in Asgard with with her and no, he wasn't in Asgard. They were in like another planet somewhere. He okay. I think basically becoming a father gives him purpose, gives him someone he can train and be with. He didn't have that before. In the very beginning of this movie, he's with the Guardians and he is just full of himself. It's all about me. Uh, I'll take care of everything. I'm he was all in his own head. He didn't give a shit about anything. He was aimless. But when by the end of the movie, he realizes first Jane Foster is his love. He had to deal with some, letting someone die and um, that he couldn't he couldn't conquer her cancer. He couldn't change that. Um, but he had he he uh, got a little it girl. It seemed like it was. It could have like it seemed like it tried to it tried too hard to not take itself seriously. I, 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 like the comedy was there. It was just kind of like I, I don't. This character is just kind of like I don't know. I hate to say like run its course, but it's kind of like if there's not another Thor movie, I'm not gonna be like that disappointed in it. I'm totally opposite. I I love Thor more now than I did before. Well, I see, think... my thing is like here's my question with that: Is it that you love the Thor movies? Or is it that you enjoy Taika Waititi's movies? I, I don't see what that has to do with anything. I enjoy... I Character of Thor from the first movies. Yeah, the first Thor was Taika good. Waititi the second Thor was not so good. Yes, that was um, Thor. And Ragnarok was awesome. And this one, I think... Taika Waititi was, movie. Yeah, so? And then this one was a Taika Waititi movie. Is yeah, but I like... Character of Thor... Or do you like the way Taika, Taika Waititi is telling the stories of Thor? Yeah, but he it's one and the same. He His sense of humor aligns with what I like, so I enjoy that sense of humor he brings to these movies. It, brings his it just seems like we have one side of that story, and Loki is off doing his thing. It yeah. comes from that same basic universe. Yeah. And I'd rather see more loki then i would rather see more thor see i'm opposite i put thor uh ragnarok and love and thunder way way above the loki show uh loki show is like down here to me those two movies are way up here the loki show is good but not that good wow yeah come to our impasse in our friendship i think here with us um, also, I think I prefer the movies over the TV shows anyway. Like, the TV shows are good, but I don't see myself ever re-watching them. Where the movie, the movies, I, well, I will want to re-watch. That's not a... I will want to re-watch uh, the Doom Doctor Strange. I want to re-watch this. Yeah, it's much easier to watch a two-hour movie than it is to watch a six-hour TV show. Yeah. But also, I'll say another thing. This Phase 4 is... Right now, 
they really there's no like we don't know what we're floundering a little bit well, I think what we're doing like the other thing i've seen a lot online since miss marvel came out end of miss marvel is everyone and thor and everyone's saying that like what is the direction of phase four i don't know the direction of phase four i think is mutants you were about to get hit over the head with what phase four is going to be yeah, but we've had on one we're gonna get Namor. I think he's gonna be a mutant. I think you're gonna hit like they're gonna use mutants. They're gonna become the main things in this, and you're gradually gonna get to Fantastic Four, which is the climax of Phase Four. I get like the full mutant. Like I have a feeling X Men's in the works in the background, and we're not yeah, going about that's it. gonna be like they Phase Four. I mean, Fantastic Four is not even in production yet and Next we don't year. we yeah like comes out in are, 2024 we are a hundred hours in phase four a hundred hours comparatively to phase one two and three which were about 25 25 and like 50 yeah we are now a hundred hours of of watching something where we really two. have no direction this is the first true phase to have tv shows I know. So it's, they, there's so it's a, a hundred hours. hundred hours in storytelling than you did in the yeah. other phases. So like I, other phases. You just had the movies, and that's what got you to and from. Yeah. So you have the TV shows now integrating in with the movies, telling the stories. I'm not complaining. I, so I like... It's going to be more It's going to be a more of a drawn-out storytelling than it would be with the movies. I'm not complaining. I take every single thing as is. It, to me, it doesn't matter if it adds or takes away or does its own thing, as long as I enjoy the story. Yeah. I'm watching it for that one story. I'm not watching it to be like, I can't wait to see the next movie. I'm watching yeah. that for that. Yeah. Like, for, that's my opinion on things. So when I watch Love and Thunder, I enjoy it for what it is. When I watch Loki show, I watch it for what it is. Um, when we get there, we get there. It just seems like a long time because of the TV shows. It just feels a little bit longer. It just seemed like to me, just this one kind of like, like to me, the Guardians of the Galaxy part didn't need to be in there. It had to, because that's how it ended. Well, they could have just done a quick thing saying it didn't have to do like a whole, like having them in there. It was only like like 10 minutes. I know, but it just, I I wasn't, I don't know. The whole movie, I was like, felt like I was waiting for something more. I don't know, Mark. Yeah. I just wasn't like, I never felt like I was like involved in the story very much. I don't know. I, I really loved it a lot. I thought it was a great. Yeah. It just kind of just. Fun time. I another, actually liked it more than. Hmm? Just, just another throwaway villain, Gore. I don't know. I liked I liked all of it. I, I, I think it was just the way it set up. It's like a, a movie. It was like a setup movie. It set up Thor five basically. Like this just sets up the next Thor movie. If there is one, we don't know. Well, I mean the after credits scene basically well, showed what they were going for. That set up Hercules potentially coming in. Yes, that's what all these are doing though. Everyone, I mean, at the end of um, Doctor Strange, we got a character. Um, Oh, his uh, girlfriend there. Who just shows up with a magical knife 
yes. cuts, cuts into the universe. They yes. go on, you know, like all these movies are kind of ending with this extra character yeah. we've never seen before. Yeah. So we don't know where it's going. Like, you know, like um, Shane Chi ended with Wang bringing uh, bringing them. Yes. In. To the to Doctor Strange's area there. But then we see Doctor Strange and, and never not, see it. But I think that there. whole thing with that is I think that was Wang leaving was him going to investigate the Shang-Chi thing. I think that was their way of connecting it together. Well, Wang was part of Doctor Strange big time. Yeah, but I'm saying, but I think when he packs up his stuff and is like, I'm going to go wherever, I think it takes place before Shang-Chi does in the timeline. Could be. Um, nobody's mentioned the celestial that's sticking out of planet Earth. No. Or the celestials that showed up in this movie. Yeah, but that's uh, when, that was in outer space, though. So why would you? Oh, it was on the God planet or wherever it is. So that's, you would know that's where they would be. So yeah. I'm just saying nobody has mentioned a gigantic thing. That was my other thing, too. There was like no, like, that was like, there's like, that's the one thing I dislike is that there's not like the interconnectivity of the stories in some way, at least. Like, if there was some kind of thing like, you know, in the parts with Jane Foster at the beginning where she's just doing chemo or something like that. If there was some kind of like news, breaking news thing saying, oh, you know, there's this being found in the ocean somewhere that would connect the stories together. None of these movies have referenced. They do. Events. They do sometimes. Sometimes they have little tidbits that throw in things. I haven't seen one. Like the old Marvel shows used to do it a lot. Like they had a lot of. No, things. but I'm talking about now. And then Phase Four, the only time we had Doctor Strange reference Spider Man. Yeah. That was really it. Well, nobody, that whole movie was based off of. But nobody has mentioned like the Celestial. Nobody's yeah. Wang hasn't mentioned Shang Chi. Yes. Um, we we just haven't had, like you said throughout this 100 hours yeah we really have not seen a kid well, it was in through. hawkeye hawkeye did of course uh, florence Pugh's character was from black widow right that was that connection there and the shows they've done it like in captain america they talked about stuff that was going on in the universe and in wanda that was the stuff that happened in endgame so i feel like in the shows they're doing it well and in the Marvel, Miss Marvel, they talk about it in tidbits. There's little things like uh, the drones that they use are the ones from Stark. Uh, Stark, that Spider-Man, that whole thing. So there's that. Did they mention the Celestial sticking out of the ocean? No. No. I'm waiting for that. I'm no. waiting for someone to mention that. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But. Anyway, let's let's. Or a celestial that appeared in London. Right. Snatched up the Eternals. Um, let's do our let's wrap this up. Our final uh, score for me, Love and Thunder was a definitely a nine out of ten. I want to see it again. It is uh, for me. I just enjoyed it. It was a fun time in the theater, and I had a great yeah. time with you guys. Yeah. I'll give it an eight. Eight's still good. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I just wasn't, I wasn't like blown away by it. Christian Bale did a good job as Gore, but 
he's just a one-off. We'll never see him again. Yeah, but we got his daughter out of it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like you never, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, most of the villains are always disposable anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we will see. I mean, it is crazy that we're 100 hours into this phase and we still don't know what the big bad is. That's what I'm saying. Like it could be Kang, but it seems like he's not really that. I guess he's going to appear somewhat in he's, Ant-Man. The actor is in is in the new Ant-Man. So we're not going to even see that till next year. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I remember too that all these movies would have been coming out. Like that's, we're still dealing with that. Sort of. Situation of movies that were supposed to come out. In line with shows and things. Yeah, but as big of a gap between stories, I mean. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it was good. It was all right. I just there wasn't any like I'll end up seeing it again, but I'm not like like it wasn't one of those ones like usually when I get back from a Marvel movie, I tell Claire, like, we gotta go see this. You have to see this. Like I was like, Yeah, you can see it if you want. It's not I think Spider-Man No Way Home broke us because that yes. was like... Yes, the, I think it did. That was like... you. The highs were so high on that one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, D23... Spider-Man No Way Home was like an Avengers movie. Yes, yes. But, okay. D23, when they announced the cast for Fantastic Four... And if it's not John Krasinski, then there's something wrong in the And world. when we get... Fantastic Four and the X-Men show up, that's yeah. going to be, in my opinion, the big high, one of the big highs. Yeah, and especially if they do any kind of, like, spider, like, any kind of, like, who the X-Men are going to be thing. Yeah. I mean, the more I was thinking about it, since we talked about it Friday, why not Carl Urban as Wolverine? He could, but he's Billy, doing Billy Butcher. Boys. He's doing the boys right now. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't see him as Wolverine. I mean, he could pull it off, but I don't know. That guy from the King, the Kingsman guy, seems to be. He wants it. Who knows if he's going to get it? He's Cyclops. He's more uh, of a Cyclops to me than he is a Wolverine. Yeah, I, I'm hope I'm hopeful we get the cast and the director for Fantastic Four, and that's our gate to, towards the end. Yeah, I mean, before that happens, we should definitely like do our dream casting for Fantastic Four. Yeah, so D23 is going to happen in September. We should do our dream casting. We should. Send that. No, but I agree I, with you. We should definitely yeah. do. I mean, Mr. Fantastic's basically cast, so we don't have to worry about that one so much. Doesn't have to be though. I mean, I think if it's not John Krasinski, what's the point? I mean, at this point, he is Reed Richards already. I, I mean, think people like, want very, that. Like, it's very seems like when Marvel cast a character in a scene like that, that's basically them saying he's got the part. Maybe I don't Maybe see that. See them like turning around and making someone else that character. I think people would be upset if they did, though. I think you're right. Yeah. But I mean, we, the fact that they went and got the guy from Inhumans TV show to play the Inhuman. I mean, I think they're kind of like, once you're that character, you're that character. We're not going to like put you in a movie and then be like, thanks for coming. We're not going to cast 
Harry Styles is Mr. Fantastic. Oh, uh, well, Harry Styles is Thor's brother, which we haven't even seen him. Thanos' brother. Thanos' brother. We haven't seen him in forever. Yeah, well, that was Eternals. Yeah, which was internally. Mr. Fox, whatever that fellow's name was. A long time ago. Yeah, so. All right, Mark. Well, well we should wrap it up. We'll be back yeah. next week. We got the con, Andrew. Um, the convention happening this weekend um, yes. in Manchester, Connecticut, the Army and Navy Club. From Andrew Con, as I call it. Manchester Comic and Toy Convention, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., yes. $5 to get in. Kids at 10 under free. And tell, when you see Andrew, tell him I said hello because I won't be there. I definitely will. And we'll be back next When you see him, tell him you heard about it here. It earns us bonus points. We love bonus points. All right, wrap up the show, Mark. What, what, what do you say? As always, be good. Be kind. Be well. Rewind. All right. Bye, everybody.